0: Hi everybody, welcome back. This is Question the Answer podcast. You know me; my name is Christine, and this and we- is Megan. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, I'm I'm so I'm like so excited about this topic. This was a good one. Our episode today is about um, transgender folks, transgender men, and transgender women, and how it's affecting the sports arena. Now, this is kind of an issue near and dear to my heart because. First and foremost, I am a yoga instructor. And not that I'm a doctor in any way, but I do understand anatomy and I look at bodies on a regular basis. And I also look at bodies without any judgment. I'm just looking at the body for anatomical alignment. And I find I find this this argument that that Just because you've gone through hormonal treatment or this or that later in life evens the playing field between the female biology and the male biology. I struggle with that mindset. And listen, I will 100% explain to you why by the end of today. So I started my notes out with what is a woman? What is a man?
1: Which, by the way, have you, do you listen to Matt Walsh at all from
0: the Daily Wire? No.
1: So he I don't know why I had to
0: think about that, but no.
1: He speaks out about a lot of things, but he
0: I actually have a student named Matt Walsh. Oh, that's weird. It is weird. That's why I had okay, go ahead. You're like, do I? <laughs> oh. I
1: was like, I don't think he's a he wrote a book and I think he also made um, a documentary called What is a woman? And he went all over the globe asking medical professional everybody in the, the gender medical field and just literally asked them, What is a woman? And what no one could answer him. Why? Because we live in a world. We are in Alice in Wonderland. That's where we are. There's no reality anymore. Do we get the cookies? I wish.
0: That she licks and then she grows.
1: <laughs> it's just like, you can't, like what you just said. It, this is talking, I don't even know how there's an argument about it because we're talking about anatomy and biology, basic biology. Those are facts. Because you feel a different way. I understand that and I and I get you wanna you wanna be treated fairly and you wanna be able to get involved in a sport that you love or whatever it may be, but you have to look at the facts. If you are a man, you but you are transgender and you want you're you believe you're a woman, that doesn't mean you can go compete
0: well in women's sports. All right, so let's let's get into it because I agree with you. I, I really do agree with you. I truly believe you do anything in this world to make you happy. Correct. Do anything you need to do in this world to make you happy, but don't sit there and think that physical competition is going to be changed after decades and decades of the way we've always done things. So men and women are different, right? One is not better than the other. They are just They're different. different, but men are now being, I'm sorry, biological men are now being named champions in women's sports. Now, I actually had to start way at the beginning. And, and everybody wants to get emotional about this. Of to course. me, it's just very logical. I don't believe emotion has any real play in this when you're talking about physical competition. I'm not talking about how you feel or the way you live your life. I'm talking about physical Competition, and I'm not here to virtue signal and pretend like these things don't exist. In the in the event that I might offend somebody, there's no offending you, or maybe there is. I don't know, but I well, do course, have the right sorry, to offend you. World
1: we're in now, everything's offensive.
0: But I mean, what happened to sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me? Remember, we grew up on that. Yes, I was called a lot of things growing yeah. up. Yeah, anyway.
1: But sticks and stones will break your bones now. <laughs> I just don't
0: understand how we go from like, okay, physical competition has been separated for centuries and centuries to now, if we don't combine them, we're offending people. That's, that's my, my question. So to me, I see bodies as structures and all structures are different. Even female structures from structure to structure are different. Male to female are different. Those are the biggest differences, but all are different. And fa- so I, I think the way we're kind of starting this off is you, you've heard the term turf, trans exclusionary, radical feminist. Hmm. So most people that would be listening to us in the beginning of this conversation would call us that
1: okay. because
0: we don't believe in men competing in women's sports. Well, then I, I guess I'm a turf. <laughs> So for me, it's like, let's start from the beginning. I had to actually, cause I don't, I, um, this is a, in art, my generation, in your generation, this is something that didn't exist growing up. So it, it's a little confusing to me. So transgender is an umbrella term for persons whose gender identity, gender expression or behavior does not conform to that typically associated with the sex to which they were assigned at birth.
1: Okay, and right there, it's saying expression or behavior.
0: That's what popped out to me first, is like how we, we choose to have the world view us. Yes, yeah,
1: that n- that, that's all fine and, and good, but that has nothing to do with factual information, factual biology, and the way you are built. It has nothing to do with it. You can feel any way you would like, but it doesn't change the fact that if you're a man with male anatomy... You can't, you're not the same. You're different. You're built different than biological women. Well, we're going to
0: get into how they're built different because there are some major, major things that go on inside of a male body during puberty that will never happen inside of a female body. Ever. And by the way, it's a huge advantage, okay? So um, transgender, uh, also abbreviated to trans, Mm -hmm. um, once again, is somebody that doesn't identify identity identify or express or behave like the gender that they were assigned that's what they call it assigned at birth right now they experience something called dysphoria this is a huge thing when you go in and you start this process and you want to change d- genders you go through um, it's it's not a test. I, there's nowhere where you take a test, but they sit down and they're looking for what's called gender dysphoria. Do you know what, I, I had to Google that term. Do you know what that means? How you view yourself? It's an identity crisis. Well, yeah. I mean, think of like body dysphoria. It's an identity crisis. That's what dysphoria is. So which they seek to alleviate through transitioning. Okay. Making sense? Makes sense. Often adopting a different name and a set of pronouns in the process. Okay. Additionally, they may undergo sex reassignment therapies. This could be a hormone therapy, sex reassignment surgery to more closely align with their primary and secondary sex characteristics with their gender identity. I, I truly think at some point in everybody's
1: life, you, fit, you, you go through that. Again, it could be major, in major ways, or it could be just small things. But I just, again, it comes down to, listen, I can't imagine what it is to go through life as a woman. And if I felt truly like I should be a man and you're, you're hiding yourself, you're not being true to yourself. And that's a lot to, to go through as a person. I don't know what that feels like, but I can imagine it's, it's a lot, it's stressful. It's probably painful. It could be cause a lot of stress with family, who knows? And I'm not saying don't be happy, don't do the things that you want to do to make you happy. I'm all for that. But again, this is, if we're talking about in sports, and competitive sports and things of that nature, it's just not fair. Yeah.
0: So why is it okay to now have a male that now externally expresses himself as a female compete physically against a female? So in my opinion, you know, before I started research and when I originally heard this, I was like, okay, so you can put a dress and some lipstick on and you can just go start competing against women and, and you're going to win. You're going to win. You're going to win every freaking time. You're going to win. I'm all about girl power. Trust me. I'm one of the most strong-willed women you'll ever meet, but I am realistic about the fact that like I can never be as strong as a man.
1: Right. As much as we would like, like all those years growing up with all of our cousins, who are we have a lot of male cousins, like- We wanted to beat the crap out of them. Do you remember playing soccer against them? Yes, it was. They killed us. It was annoying. It was annoying.
0: Oh, they would hog the ball. Oh my god. Always hog the ball. (laughs) Yes, they're just. Or they would just like shove you to the side. (laughs) They developed quicker. They were faster on their feet. They they just were stronger. I mean, it was just a fact. I work in the home improvement industry, Megan. Yeah. So you (laughs) do you want to know how many female installers we have? Very few across the country. I think I can count them on one hand because right. you can, w- women can't physically lift the product into the opening. Men can, but exactly. women, it's much more difficult. And I'm not saying there's not some strong women out there because there are. But on average, mostly women cannot do what men do physically. So men and women have separated their physical competitions for centuries now. Right, and
1: those were in place for a reason. For centuries. I mean, because, because it's common sense, which we have seemed to have lost. Men
0: lately. and women in physical competition have different standards based off of their anatomy and biology performance. So women on average cannot compete against a biological male equally and never have. Why is it so different now? Why, why, why do we want to blur that line right now? I mean, but you have to look at it that way. Like, but again, even in bodybuilding competitions, there is, do you see how tiny those females are? And do you see how big those males are? It's separated. It's separated
1: because there are differences. I'm sorry to those who can't grasp that or who are living in this like fantasy world, but that is the truth of human beings. There are differences between men and women. It's like, Trans women saying they can give birth.
0: Yes. Well let's talk about the so first and foremost, like I don't care if you're trans. I really don't. That's not even the point. I really don't. What I care about is that you're trans and you think that the field is 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 even. It's not. Sky's the limit. Let's yeah, let's discuss why. So differences between male and female, this is after puberty. So puberty is the is the distinguishing moment in your life that is going to change Male and female biology. And let me let me just put it to you this way. So my nieces play hockey. And by the way, they combine the boys and girls. They do in youth in youth groups. In youth group. Do you remember being in school? Like I remember playing
1: co ed soccer. I kicked those little boys as well. Yeah, when do I was it up to eight. a certain age, yes. Because
0: there's no differences at that point. They're no. everyone's little hormones have not kicked in. No. Things have not started to grow. So within within the same population, male males tend to have Larger, more robust bones. Their bones are bigger. And joint surfaces. Oh, I didn't know that. And more bone development at muscle attachment sites. All right. However, the pelvis is the best Mm sex-related skeletal indicator because of distinct features adapted for childbearing. Male brains are bigger, but we actually have more connections. Yes. I Um, saw that too. I thought that was interesting. Other other differences between male and female is skull is larger in a male, male have wider shoulders and higher. Females we actually carry our shoulders at an angle. The female thorax is narrower. Male torso is shorter. I feel like we need like a a chart, an image, a graph, and just I know like oh, with with the, little with the pointing. Little, stick. Yeah, the
1: pointing stick.
0: Um, the female pelvis is wider because we have more yes. stuff in there. Okay. Male arms are longer, duh. Oblique slant of female, more pronounced in a female. So that is that um, external rotation I was talking about. And then legs are longer in a male. Now, when I read this, you know who immediately popped into my head? Oh. Leah Thomas. Oh. Mm-hmm. You take just those, those one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight things into account. Do you,
1: just looking at the, have you seen pictures of her? I have it here. Yeah, standing next to the other biological women. But
0: specific, let's just take swimming. Let's forget about, let's pretend the rest of the sports are, are even Steven on a on a good playing field. Let's just take swimming. Do you think longer arms and longer legs would benefit you in the sport Absolutely of swimming? Absolutely, Why do you think she, she won? All right. They won. We'll get back to Leah. Yes, we will. She, she, by the way, had one of the funniest quotes I've ever heard in my life. What was it? I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> Stay tuned. Um, okay. Hand grip is one of the most widely used markers for strength. The strongest 10% of females, listen to this, can only beat the bottom 10% of men. I believe Weight, it. weight for weight, lean body mass only, women's grip remains pretty feeble compared to men. These were large samples that included plenty of fit, young sportswomen with good upper body strength taking 60 elite women separately they were still only as good as an average to weak man yeah i mean again it's and by the way as a woman i've totally accepted it i'm Why not trying you I, accept it? i'm though? not trying to be stronger than a man i'm not
1: it's I, never going to happen again i feel like <laughs> if you're in competitive sports as a woman you're competing as a woman as a, a woman <laughs> um, you're smart <laughs> Was you can't say smart and then say <laughs> it wrong at the end. <laughs> um, as a woman, if you're competing against your peers and other, you know, female athletes that are doing competitive sports are great in their field. You would feel more glory in winning something because you're competing against people that are similar to you. You know, if you're at the best of the best, you're competing against the other best of the best that are on the same playing field as you. Wouldn't that be more rewarding for you? I mean, I
0: yeah, I just yeah, I just watched Troy. You know that movie Troy. Yeah, not man. one woman fought in the war in Troy. They were well, all. Of course, they didn't. Not one woman fought. I mean, like even in the movies that we not even watch, in the horse. <laughs> the horses weren't <laughs> female. All right, men have massive upper body strength advantage, but women do somewhat better with lower body muscle mass. This is what what I was saying earlier. Females generally have 40% less skeletal muscle than males on the top half. So we just have less muscle. 33% less below the waist. These, these data, that's See? wrong too. These data are often wrongly reported. It means men have, basically what I'm saying is men have 66% more upper body muscle than women and 50% more lower body muscle. So more is sometimes just more. Okay, so you have more muscle than me. Men also have lower body strength advantage. I don't I don't think this is like a big deal. I actually think women can beat men in the lower in the lower body um more often than they can beat men in the upper body. Um but just like a little a little comparison, a hundred and fifty-four pound elite male athlete can squat 35% more than a 154 pound elite female. So the same weight male, female, one can squat 35% more.
1: Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of studies I, the fact that we even have to like talk about there's
0: being studies done is to me still crazy. Well, not not to don't forget that a male has a bigger heart, which means yes. it pumps more blood, which there's, means it brings more oxygen to the muscles. They also have more testosterone, and if you don't think testosterone has anything to do with with competitive physical performance, you're wrong. Why do you think people have been kicked out? Well, now some some sports divisions.
1: I think it might be by state or by league. I don't know. But if you're allowing um, a trans woman to perform in women's sports, you have to have your testosterone, make sure your testosterone levels are lowered for like a full, at least a full, a full year.
0: But do you want to know? But I'm like, that's still not, wait a minute. You don't even have the full story there. Do you know that it doesn't matter how low the the recommendation oh, for a trans is still higher yes. than a biological woman can have in a, in the competitive um, yes. whatever sport you're talking about? That's why it doesn't it they still get, doesn't make sense. So the trans the low end of the trans person that has to have that is too high for the biological person, right. and they'll get k- kicked out, kicked kick kicked out. <laughs> It's just infuriating to
1: me. It's not fair. I just want it fair. That's the thing. It's not fair. It's like them not, you know, in the Olympics or any sports, having, taking steroids, taking illegal stuff, you get kicked out. This is like the same thing. It is. Listen,
0: you know, the (laughs) NCAA actually just made a really interesting, they didn't just make it, they made it last year when all of this was going on. And I think Leah Thomas was kind of at the point of this, was the NCAA, here's the rule. You cannot you cannot be a trans and compete unless you had hormone therapy before the age of 11 or 12 which by the way means before puberty. Which so is- the second you hit puberty, you're going the differences just they they maximize. You're going to have more differences female and male. As puberty goes on, it's just going to increase and increase in differences. You have bigger hearts Males, you have bigger muscles, you have bigger bones, you pump more blood, you have more testosterone. That's, yeah, that's just, just how the you male were made.
1: That's your makeup. That is how, that's your makeup. Is what goes on? It's gone on since the beginning of time. This is not new data. Um, I know it's alarming. But that's just how it is. It's an advantage. It is an advantage. But again, that's why there's always been a separation between women's right. and men's sports. It's
0: an advantage. And whether you want to admit it or not, whether you want to be female or not, it's still an advantage. Yes, exactly. And from a woman's point of view, who can never have that advantage biologically, no matter what hormone we take, it's yeah, not. There's still in an unfair fair. advantage. <laughs> not that I'm saying life should be fair, but it's.
1: But not well, it's not, not a true sports. competition.
0: No, it's not. It's not a true competition. You're gonna win every single time. And you know what? Eventually, women are just gonna say, you know what? This isn't worth it. Well, you're taking away the specialness of a woman's
1: sport. Men have their their own thing. So do women. And you're if we keep allowing this, you're just taking away, you know, womanhood and like. People working hard to reach a goal. Like what's it's gonna count for nothing if you're just competing against well, and women.
0: You can't kill one group of people to hold up another group of people. Right. So what do you do? Make your own sports league. Well, they, they're gonna have to do something in the middle here. Yes. But I mean, we send once again, we send people to the moon, we replace people's faces. Yes, I I we think can't, we can come up with a transgender Because here, a trans woman can't compete against males either, biological males right. either. Although I think they still should, because I think right now, until we have a solution, that's where they actually biologically and anatomically, structurally, that's actually what you line up with. But they can't compete against females biologically. They can't compete against males. Yeah, bi- they're
1: in that weird space. But I wonder, I'm curious to know if there is any data on how many- Trans athletes
0: are out there. I mean, is it a huge group of people? So ten, I did. I before we got here, I there were ten trans folks that had won some type of major championship across the world. Okay, I don't know if it's that many. I don't. Is I, it, I
1: don't. I I don't feel like it's as many as we may think. And I'm not saying that because there's not an X amount of number, you can't do something for them. I'm just. I'm curious to know. How many are out there that are in this position? I and think I don't think people would be against doing something. Like, there was a, a University of Maryland survey, and they surveyed a random sample of adults on whether they think transgender women and girls should or should not be allowed to compete in sports with other biological women and girls. What was the results? So majority, 58%, said it should not be allowed in college or professional sports. 28 said it should be allowed. 55% said it shouldn't be allowed in high school sports compared to the 30% that said it should. Um, 49% said it shouldn't even be allowed in youth sports. And then the largest number, there was 68% of responders that said that if transgender girls are allowed to compete against biological girls in youth sports, transgender girls would have a competitive advantage over other girls, which we just talked about. So, most people have the same feeling that it shouldn't be allowed. They're the highest, one of the highest percentages was in college. I um, listen, I am <clears throat> professional. I think in youth, youth, I think, you know, what's, I feel like there's a lot of youth programs that already have, I mean, co-ed. Mixed. They're going to
0: split up. I don't, I don't know if this is a fact, but I know because Michaela still plays on a boys team. She's 13. Yeah, she's, okay. But at some point, the checking is going to get out of control, right. and it's already nerve-wracking. We white-knuckle it through those entire games.
1: And she, and hockey, I mean, that's a physical, very physical sport. But at
0: some point, she is going to be separated. So, I, you know, youth, youth doesn't bug me so much, as long as it's like nothing. Well, I think it depends, because like you said,
1: she, especially like that, you know, she's starting that puberty age 13 and above, I feel like... You got to be careful. There was um, there was a, a school in Cherokee County in North Carolina. They had a vo- volleyball team, right? So their their team was competing against. Another I always high school.
0: wish I played volleyball.
1: I know. Surprise! Like we did all the family games. Does that count?
0: <laughs> That's what I know. I felt like I could have been good if I really applied myself.
1: Yeah. Well, there was this high school in North Carolina that was competing against another. Volleyball team and that team had a transgender girl playing on it. The trans player spiked the ball so hard into this other girl's face that she obtained severe head and neck injuries, and she's now dealing with long-term concussion symptoms. So now that school has halted all, you know, future games at this point. Do you have the age? Um, it's high school. I don't have. I can go back to the article and find it, but.
0: Yeah. yeah. So once again, I don't mind youth high school. It can get a little but dangerous. I, I think youth is what eleven and below. Well, that's actually that's a really good point to bring up because if it's an individual sport like swimming, that's one thing. But when there's a danger factor that comes in because of the differences in strength, oh, I never really thought of that. I, I really never thought. Yeah, like hockey or yeah volleyball or soccer. That. It's dangerous. To it have is dangerous, clearly a a developed male on the same field as a f- it's dangerous at that point. Yeah,
1: it's not oh, even just about like, of it like oh that. we want to include everybody. No, there's there's danger factors here. It's other people's safety. I mean, it is what it is. And again, like I'm sorry if that's you feel excluded or you know your feelings are hurt, but that's that's not that's the wrong focus. Like we're, we're focusing on there's a difference between males and females. And like, to your point, once puberty starts, your body, male and female starts going through a ton of different developments. And that causes a lot of differences.
0: I mean, and we have to talk about this issue of exclusion. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think I think hardships growing up build character, but now it's like everything that bothers a kid is gonna Everything's a hardship. It's 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 like gotta be turned into some political, massive social issue. It does,
1: and it's sad because it I feel like it takes away from the main message. I mean,
0: I wasn't a I wasn't a cheerleader, I was excluded, I wasn't popular. It affected me mentally, but guess what? It built my character. Yeah. I wasn't a cheerleader either. but well, my friends were all
1: cheerleaders. Which, were they really? Most of them. I mean, I played soccer too. Oh, you so. little
0: popular thing, you.
1: You
0: know, <laughs> <laughs> with your blonde hair and blue eyes. <laughs> and blue Save eye. <laughs> it. Uh, but I'm just saying, like I, like I don't know.
1: Growing but up, there's like all, that's always in high school. There's always the the cliques and the this and that. And I.
0: But I, instead of teaching kids how to deal with these things, we're literally like, oh my god, let's make a social warrior issue out of it. Right. Right. No, I, like. How about we just teach them how to deal with 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 right. exclusion and when you're not included, and if you're not included in something, there's a million other things out there to go find and do. Literally, there's all sorts of groups now. I mean, that we, you can choose to join. I mean, and if you don't want to join any of them, you can get lost in the world of Facebook and Instagram. So, I mean, I don't I know. know. I, it's it's tough. I it's tough in that sense because I don't. Again, I don't
1: know what that feels like, and. I'm sure mentally it is really hard. And I, there was even, there was one article I, I was reading that it said something like if, if it is ruled out everywhere that trans women, trans anybody can't participate in, in sports, you know, how is that going to affect them mentally? But like, to your point, that's not the point of this. It's not the point of this. It's what's fair and create a, create a new League then create something new. Because well, we did it with bathrooms.
0: Do you okay? So at, swimming, yeah. Where I went to school, we, there was a week every year, and we all hated oh, it. Oh no, I didn't. Have where to they would walk it. us across to the high school, and we had to like learn how to swim, and. Most everyone knew how to swim, and they made us wear those stupid caps, caps, which never worked. I don't know. I don't know if you see how much hair I have, but like it, my hair always got drenched. You look like crap for the rest of the day. Bring your
1: gear over. Like bring your everything,
0: everything. You only had a half hour to get. No, not even. You had like fifteen minutes to get ready. Back over to the school for your next class. So like, if you had a crush on somebody, they were just going to see you at your. It was just (laughs) the worst week. No, that actually sounds horrendous. um, And I never had to do that. So I mean. I mean, I get it. Like you're going to be excluded, but once again, like at some point in your life, you're going to be exc- like, I'm never going to be a doctor. <laughs> I can't pass you chemistry. You sound like one on this podcast. No, I just, <laughs> I look at bodies all day. I mean, I know. and I look at bodies with no judgment. Please know that. I I don't care if you're male or female. I don't no. care if you're trans or biological, but this is your structure and this is what you have to work with. And you know what? You're going to be stronger than her because yeah. you grew up biologically different. It's just a, f- it's a fact and you can't avoid it. And there's a danger quality that goes with 100%. it. hundred percent.
1: And think like I, as a parent, a parent too, you know, if you have your kids out there playing sports, especially, uh, physical sports, that's a concern. Like if that was my kid with the volleyball incident,
0: I mean problems. that's that's it's hard to swallow. I mean it's I, hard to swallow. I'm wondering if this social pressure on trans and like this, if you have an identity crisis, this means you need to change your of course. sexuality. All this stuff
1: out there right now, like I feel like it's being shoved down everybody's throats. Like, and if these, you're feeling this way,
0: you know, there's and these kids are just they don't know any better. They don't know what they feel. They're just like, oh, this is popular right now. I'm going to do it. And
1: I spe- I think it's it's dangerous and harmful. Mentally, especially when you're at a young age like that, because you don't know who you are or what you want when no. you're a teenager you're, I in don't, high 38,
0: school. 38, I still don't yeah, know. I, I mean, mean, please. Okay. Now, now, there are some people that absolutely do. So, Leah Thomas had one of the funniest things I've yeah, yeah. ever heard in my life. So, Leah Thomas, by the way, competed for three years, three years, on the male swimming team. Yep. And one In Pennsylvania, right? nothing. He won nothing. After transitioning and competing against anatomically different humans, he won. So he was in an interview and this is what he said. I was so miserable losing against males, but now I'm so happy winning against females. That's not a real quote. To me, that sets a very dangerous precedent. real quote. Precedent. Please tell me that's not real. That's no, a real quote. It was, I, I've never laughed so hard in my, I was so, I was so miserable losing against men. Now that I'm winning against women, I'm so happy. Oh, and in my, oh. in my mind, that is, that's a dangerous precedent to, um, to set. I think you, listen, Leah, be what you want to be, but don't sit there and think that you actually won.
1: Well, that's what I mean. Is that rewarding? I don't know.
0: You won that, and and you're like that picture. Really worked hard for this. That picture you were talking about. Here it is. It's. Uh, I mean, hello. These girls are tiny (laughs) compared to this this giant. Look how long his legs are. Are we
1: serious with it?
0: And she has long legs for a female. She has very. And this one girl does not look happy. Would you? She is like this is crap. I've been working my tail off to compete, and I just got beat by a boy. I. I oh, just, I,
1: sends me it's to an advantage. Planet.
0: And if you think it's not, you're wrong. And if you don't, go do some research on Google. It's all there. So um, there's a lot of athletes that have been speaking out about this too. Um, yeah, I got one. Emily, what's her face? Um, Olympic medalist, Emily Siebelm says transgender women have unfair advantages, should not race against biological females. Of course, biological males are always going to be faster and stronger than I will ever be in my life. Caitlyn Jenner. Yes. Oh, I forgot. Hello, Bruce. 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 (laughs) Remember? She's
1: speaking out about it. (laughs) She's speaking out about it. And she said, this is a question of fairness. That's why I oppose biological boys who are trans competing in girls' sports in school. It just isn't fair. And look at, look at his career. I know. He was a gold medalist. Oh my God, yes. I mean, can you imagine if he was like, well, okay. I, he I'm, really did win. He, he really did win. And he, that was his life. I mean, he was a fantastic athlete. Um,
0: <laughs> I forgot all about Bruce. Oh,
1: how could you? I know, I know. But I mean, and the list goes on. I mean, Brett Favre has spoken out about it. And like I said, there's a large list of athletes who just don't feel like this is
0: fair that this is right, that it should be allowed. And I agree. Because you don't see trans men winning any sports. No. Just take that one fact into account. You don't see any trans men, biological females, winning in In male biological (laughs) sports. You haven't heard about it once. In fact, find me something. I Googled it. I couldn't couldn't find one thing. Not one. Which is
1: not shocking whatsoever. Because, again, let's just be... Use our brains for a second. Of course, that's not going to happen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in most things. Mm-hmm. I just uh, and I just think, yeah, I don't know what you do. I mean, there's there's definitely places that are are banning it. Like um, actually, this year, Governor Kristi Noem in South Dakota, she signed a bill that bans transgender
0: girls. Well, she from playing in sports because she reversed. Well, her first she reversed
1: one. it, but i um, she did come back around and and decided to make that happen. I know Florida is another um, state that is against it. And there's, I think there's like 18 now.
0: Well, I mean, if you still hold an unchangeable advantage against your opponent, can you still call yourself a champion? I would It's cheating.
1: Like you wake up the next day after your medal or your trophy. And you're like, yeah, I really kicked ass. But like you didn't because you're already at an unfair advantage.
0: It's just, it's an unchangeable advantage. How would it sit well with anybody? Well, it, it's happening, so it, I mean, well, because you know, there's no. Once again, we haven't solved the problem. Is where do these people actually compete? I mean, it could kind of be amazing if we could get our own. I mean, think about it. Trans athletes could have their own category. Why not? There's a male and a female category. Why not a trans? Well, that's what I mean. Category? Create a new. It could be, I mean, think of like the new records that could be set. I mean, like, I don't know. I think it could kind of be a little amazing if we were able to get that together. I don't understand why nobody's doing that. But you have to have enough people to do it. And that's why, what I mean, like, how many? I think, of course, there's enough. You do? Well, there's hundreds of children lining up to get these these procedures done according to, you know, everything online. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I I just... Mm -hmm. I think it could be amazing. I I don't know why we're just sitting here bitching about it. Just get it done. And, and listen, I'm not going to do it. It doesn't affect me. I can't play. I can't, I can't even walk without a limp right now. So I, I, I'm not going to do it, but somebody yeah. should. Agreed. That's how you get. Let's solve the problem and stop pointing fingers at each other. They're not like males. They're not like females. They're transitioning somewhere in the middle. I, I just what
1: we preach about you know, equality, everyone being equal, everyone having the same, the same, you know, offerings to them. So yeah, then make it the same. I mean, it's like, make it their
0: own group. So transitioning was another thing that I kind of got into, into research with how you transition. No, but
1: it's it, the thing too. It's like, this isn't an attack on, on who you are as a person
0: or what you're tough.
1: about or, or what it's, it's about, the fact that if you are competing in women's sports, you need to have women anatomy. I mean, that's- For your whole life. For your whole life. For your whole life, not for a year. What you were born with is what,
0: that's the path you take for sport. What what you were born with, unfortunately, will forever dictate how you physically compete.
1: Yes. I think that's That's a good way to put it. That's a great way of putting it. The way you
0: were born is gonna dictate Forever, how you will physically complete, compete.
1: And like you said earlier, that might be unfair to people if they truly don't identify
0: as that. But that's factually, that's just the way it is. I'm waiting for the trans person to step up and create something amazing. I think there's enough. I think, eno- I think that, yeah. I think there's enough for for your own division. Just like women and men have their own division. Just like different age groups have their own division. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that way they'll have all those opportunities. I think some we, great just solved,
1: we just solved it all. So you're welcome.
0: <laughs> Case closed. It's a wrap. <laughs> so transitioning. Children are lining up to transition. This is this is what makes me nervous. Because I, I kind of have a thought process on this. And it goes all the way back to the beginning where we were talking about dysphoria. Yes. Identity crises. But gender-affirming care covers a spectrum of interventions. They're calling it interventions. It can entail adopting a child's preferred name and pronouns first and letting them dress in alignment with their gender identity. So that is the external expression. Okay. Oh, it's called social transitioning. I should have just finished that sentence. So social transitioning, how the okay. world views you. It can incorporate therapy or other forms of psychological treatment. And from around the start of adolescence, it can include medical interventions such as puberty blockers. Ugh. Yeah, no, I'm- Hormones and in some cases, surgery. In all of it, the aim to support and affirm the child's gender identity, puberty blockers and sex hormones do not have US Food and Drug Administration approval no, for they children's not- gender care.
1: None of the, those words you just spoke should ever be affiliated with children. Never. I'm going to spiral now. <laughs> We're back Here's to mama spying. bear. I just, it, it, none of that is okay to me.
0: Well, no clinical trials have ever established their safety for such off-label use.
1: You're going to give your child puberty blockers? At, at what age? And what happens if Your they body change their developed. mind? Well, that you. there's a lot of stories now coming out of people that did that and regretting it. Did you, like I said, kids are kids. Do I, do I believe? Yes, there are some literally born who probably know that maybe they're supposed to be something different. Absolutely. But you have to let kids also be kids. And you have to let their bodies develop. You have to let their brains develop. You can't be pushing this on a child. They don't know. Well, they're
0: impressionable.
1: They're impressionable, and they're they're going to get confused. Let let time go on. Let them grow. Let them develop. And then if they're an adult and they feel still feel that way and feel like they need to make these changes to be happy in life, then as an adult, you make that decision.
0: What if it's too late? How would it be too late? I don't know. I was just playing devil's advocate. Uh, that's all I'm <laughs> saying. So, it's not. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just... I, Well, you can't mentor somebody, some a young child like that.
0: Well, I remember reading an article when I was younger about gymnasts, Uh, really competitive gymnasts. They don't go into puberty at the right point in life. They it actually hold. They go into menorrhea like almost immediately. So they don't develop any breasts. Dancers too. Mm -hmm. They don't develop any breasts. They don't. They don't get their period till they're like eighteen years old, and it messes with them so. I mean, their whole life, their hormones are so messed up. I think they go into pre-menopause very early in life. Like, I remember reading an article about when you delay natural puberty, it actually affects you so oh, much sure. worse later on but in life. But that's not
1: naturally what's supposed to be happening to your body.
0: It's just not. And kids who don't know, I mean, there's a reason why we don't let children vote. There's a reason why we don't let children drink. There's a reason why we don't let children, I don't know, drive, make decisions. Because they don't, they don't, they're not, what is it called? They're not um, developed. They're not um developed. They're, they're, they don't have the capacity to make those decisions. They, they actually don't have the capacity. They don't have the brain neurons to actually make those decisions. That is known. There was a, I was trying to find it
1: quick, but Bill Maher, he said there was, they were talking about, this type of thing on his show. And he said something like, you know, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a pirate. He's like, but I'm so thankful my parents didn't take me to get peg leg surgery and (laughs) get my eye taken out so I could wear a patch. Because that's the thing. And I know that's a little dramatic, but But that's what a kid would want. That is what kids do. And listen, you can't, they're so impressionable. There's, there's so much going on with their body internally and their brains. You're going to try to alter that. You can't, play god you can't play control over everything because you you know you're pushing this on somebody like just
0: stop well there's a person in my life that told me um their own parents kind of did this to them and so you kind of have a coming at both angles you have like parents that could potentially be pushing that for own self-serving reasons and then you have children that don't have the capacity to make these decisions wanting to like as you said be a pirate with a peg leg um,
1: I just think, you know, and yes, okay, as a parent, if you see your child struggling or they're unhappy, you just inst- most instinctively want to do whatever they can to help them and to to make them happy and to give them what they want to make them happy and all of those things. And I understand, like, that mental part of it as a parent, but you have to also know, okay, my child is a child, and there are other tools that we can work on to, like, help them be happier, help them navigate through school, through society before you're starting to literally inject them with something or do these hormone
0: blockers or whatever it may be. Have you heard about Dr. S- I mm, Dr. S- I mean that's like way too many consonants in a row. Sidba, she's the one on TikTok, the Dr. Dr. Teets. Dr. Titus Deleitus she calls herself. Have you heard of her?
1: I I don't think. What does
0: she look like? This is her.
1: I think I've seen, Sid, I've seen her on videos. I how do you even
0: say that S I D H B H I feel like it's missing a consonant. <laughs> Dr. Sidbud Gallagher. She has an unusual embrace of the social media platforms like TikTok and has made her one of the most visible surgeons in this field. Now, this woman calls herself Dr. Titus Deleitus. Great. This this person reminds me of the teachers we of the teachers we were talking about that were serving their own ego and their own purpose through the children. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make you do what I believe so that I can feel better about what I do in my own personal life. So Dr. Titus Delitas is known for breast removal surgery, if you couldn't figure that out. Um, she has been reported to Amer- she's been reported to America's consumer watchdog for using her huge TikTok following to unfairly and deceptively sway young teens into having sex change operations. The complaint came into the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, and it was obtained by the Daily Mail, um, who runs Ga- she runs Gallagher Plastic Surgery in Miami, talks up the benefits and downplays the risks of sex reassignment surgeries. I just met with my surgeon and he just painted the worst world ever if I was to move forward with my knee replacement surgery. This woman is not even allowing or giving these kids the realistic, I don't know, dangers that go along with huge surgeries. Two questions. One,
1: why does she still allowed to have a TikTok account? And two- oh. <laughs> I know. How does she have a pra- uh, a practice that's open and functioning? How is she allowed still to be performing surgeries, and why is she not shut down?
0: Well, I think she's now put herself in the spotlight. My guess is she'll now be watched. She claims she she does four hundred to five hundred. I cannot talk today. <laughs> four hundred to five hundred gender reaffirming surgeries a year. What? So this is a where pic- is she located? This, is she she's in Miami. No, oh. Miami. What? Yeah. Governor DeSantis needs to get on that. Come on, Ron. Um, once again, I, I don't have a problem if that's what you need, but if you're making the decision because you saw a fun TikTok video that kind who, of
1: our parents just like, yeah, let's go, let's go visit
0: Dr. Titas Delitas. I don't think she even works with the parents. Well, what age do you have to be? Well, she would have to. You're right. She would have to. She would have to.
1: I wonder, does it say anything about the age groups?
0: It doesn't, but it doesn't. And I didn't get that far into it. I'm sure, I, I almost want to look her know, up I'm a little curious. bit more. Um, it's sickening to she me. has a post that says, just realized I only get to the yeet for teats next week. What? Yeet for teats. Total mastectomy, double mastectomy. Here's a picture of one of her her patience hey kid want some candy come jump into my van for earlier generations has been replaced by hey kid wanna wanna eat the teat? come step into my office i actually agree with that statement once again she is using because she believes in it and she believes that this is something that should be done to anybody who cries boo she's using these children as a yes. vehicle That's to literally gross. move her own her own activist view forward And I'm just curious how many of these children will go back. If she's
1: targeting, and it sounds like she is, younger kids, probably high school aged, that's disturbing.
0: So here's an interesting fact, though. Recent data points to a disproportionately large number of girls and young women seeking to transition into men which may amount to a fad. It's tough being a girl right now. It not, is. You know, if you're not like, you know, showing, doing boob shots and wearing thong bikinis on Instagram. Dances. I, I mean, it's tough to be a girl.
1: It is. And, and then you got, then you got
0: men we are feet, trying to be girls too. Well. Like everything,
1: we can't have anything. <laughs> we can't have anything. It's nice all been taken away. Well, you know what I mean? I, I'm. I, My point is there's criticism with everything I feel, and and it's not just for women, but there's a lot of criticism. Social media, I think has done nothing, but really a lot, you know, has influenced a lot of negative things for people, especially women,
0: you know, it's it's like, okay. So follow me on this. You're on my, you're on my path here. Overall, the analysis found that at least 121,882 children from ages 6 to 17 were diagnosed with gender dysphoria from 2017 through 2021. Hang on, <laughs> hold your reaction. Reuters, routers, Reuters found similar trends when it requested state-level data on diagnosis among children covered by Medicaid, the public insurance program for lower income families. So my question, my question, this is where I want to take the conversation. Has this become the new, you're depressed?
1: I think it's part of it.
0: So instead of putting everyone on antidepressants now, are we just telling them they need to change their gender? Because this wave seems to be happening, all right? So instead of teaching young humans to cope with being uncomfortable, like we talked about in a previous episode, and navigating a tough world, rather than teaching them how to do that and build character, are we teaching them to chemically alter themselves to artificially fix their social ineptitude? And by the way, their social ineptitude is not their fault, it's society's fault. These will always be band aid fixes, and the need to alter more will continue. It's like tattoos. Mm-hmm. That's my question. Is this the new, you're depressed, here's your antidepressant? I think it's just another, you know, tool in the toolbox. Oh, you're depressed? We have
1: an a la carte menu to pick from. Do you want... Do you want to
0: yeet your tweets? Do you want (laughs) to yeet your (laughs) (laughs)
1: tweets? We sound so old. (laughs) You want to yeet your teats? Oh, teats. I said tweets. (laughs) (laughs) Those two, And, you know, you want to... Oh, you're sad? It's probably because you hate yourself So, and your body. Let's change it. Let's change it.
0: You know, to get to yourself, you have to peel the layers back, the onion layers back, not add more on. Right. I don't know if people take the time to do that. I mean, to truly love yourself takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work. And, and you know, you have to do the work. And it's not confusing things by adding to the top of the pile with more meaningless labels but instead you have to peel the layers back to reveal what to reveal what's at the core what's already there I don't know I don't know I don't think happiness is a gender I don't think happiness is a no. pronoun and it's not a label happiness is accepting what is and letting that shine and letting go of attachments
1: and it comes in all forms and it comes differently for all different people but I just think we're we're just saturating everything with all of this stuff and it's it's too much. And for younger people, it's like overload because it's everywhere, it's everywhere.
0: So I did look up a survey on detransition. Detransition is hmm. where we have now regretted it. We've done all these things and we've regretted it. The problem is it's hard to find these people to understand the long-term effects of it. So they usually start the study and then they disappear. And that's, put, that's multiple resources that I have found. But in a US survey of nearly 28,000 people, they found that 8% of respondents reported some kind of detransition, 8%. That's a high that's number high. in the medical field. Of this 8%, 62% only did so temporarily due to societal, financial, or family pressures. So they transitioned, but they're claiming that people didn't like it, so they went back. I don't know if I buy that.
1: They went back because other people didn't like it? Yeah, I don't, once again, why
0: do, it? I don't know. You went
1: through all that to begin with. So, and you probably, if you <laughs> I'm sure you knew people weren't gonna like it in your family, if,
0: you know what I mean? You would think you would address that up front. You,
1: yes. And none of this, all of this costs money.
0: I hope that we're not just replacing the you are depressed with you right. now need to yeet your tweets. Or I um, can <laughs> say it wrong every we'll time. We'll get it right at some point. <laughs> you understand what I mean. <laughs> I know. I But I think. I mean, let me ask flip- you a question. If your daughter walked up to you one day. <laughs> maybe she'll start with her father. <laughs> I don't know about that. And said that to you, how would you address it? Well, we'd have a lot of conversations about it.
1: And I mean, are you talking about like at her age now?
0: No, 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 no. She's no, she's way too young. No, now it would just be. I mean. Because she saw it in a coloring book, you know, but.
1: It would be difficult. I'm not going to lie and say it wouldn't, but she is my daughter. I'm going to help her and talk. But I think it's got to start with a lot of discussions because I can't, I'm can't. i not going to just be like, okay, well, there's this doctor in Miami. We can go yeet your tweet, your teeth. Like it's just I think it's a struggle and I think it's hard. It's probably hard on a lot of families because it's not usually what your vision entails, you know what I mean? But you also want them to be happy.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like when does your vision not really not I'm I don't want to say like matter, but when does your vision take a back seat to your child being happy? After lots of discussions.
1: (laughs) After lots of discussions. And I think she's got to be, you got to be of a certain age. Like you have to be an adult. Like for me, like I'm thinking back to myself in high school, even just with not this, obviously, but just random things. I didn't, you think, you think, you know, everything in high school. I know. You think that you are the smartest (laughs) human being in the world and that anything your parents say they are wrong and they (laughs) Imbeciles. Like that's you just think, oh my God, I got this. But now looking back, I'm like, oh my God. If I didn't have my parents to talk through me, talk with me through some things. Me too. And kind of give me more of a reality check and bring me back to Earth, then I probably wouldn't be where I am today for you know in some areas. Like you need a reality check.
0: Did your my parents, they didn't ground me, they didn't believe in grounding me, but my father And mother would, if I got in trouble or like I came to them with an issue with, and we would sit down, there were like, oh my God, you had to sit at the table. It was like three hours, four hours of talking and talking and talking. I never understood that when I was younger, but I'm also now as an adult, so thankful that we did that. Yes.
1: Like you couldn't escape and be like, I'm going to hide out in my room. Right. (gasps) Nope. Well, actually it wouldn't even be, not to be like, "Mm, what are you doing? Um, yeah, we had the same thing. I don't ever
0: remember them saying, like,
1: you're grounded.
0: No, no, my dad didn't believe in it. He's like, we're going to talk it all they through. They might have,
1: like, took away some of my privilege. Like, you're not going to be allowed on the computer, you know, because we all had the shared family computer. Right. Going to go on AOL.
0: Okay. And no, my dad would just. It would be maybe some of that, but make, we would talk. He would just make me understand that what I did was the worst thing in the world and how disappointed and yes. oh, like the disappointing And by talk. the end of it, I was like, you can have my computer. You can have everything. Like I was, I was yeah. giving it up by the end of the talk. So, I mean, mission accomplished on his end. Because I, I but I think that's
1: a great way to do it. What? It's easy to say you're grounded. Sit, you're in your room. I'm not going to talk to you. I'm upset with what you did, but you're not getting to the, you're not getting to the problem.
0: No, no, you're not. You're, you're brushing
1: it under the rug. Fingers crossed. You don't do it again. You know, So I agree. I think there's going to be a lot of discussions.
0: Well, and there's a little scary aspect going on in schools right now where they're not even telling parents if this is coming up, correct?
1: Yes. I I don't know how many schools, but there's in a lot of schools where, like, if you're a student and you're telling your teacher, like, oh, my parents don't know, but I'm identifying as an opposite gender or I have different pronouns or I want to be called a different name or any of those things, they will not tell the parent. Mm.
0: Which I think is... And they're telling them like not to tell yeah, they're, the parents. Yeah, they're saying,
1: you can. this is a safe space.
0: And listen, anybody who loves their child will eventually get there yes. and they will do what they're... Because you want their... your kid to be happy at the end of the day. Be, uh, right, no matter what they call themselves. Of so I, 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 every time I see her, I now ask her, have you told your parents? I asked her last night, are we doing this because you've told your parents and you've discussed it with your family? Because I don't like it when your family member is here and I got to act like I don't know. it's yeah. hard. I said, that's not, that's not the way to do this. If, if you were serious about this, I was like, you would, you would, you would go and get the reaction, take the fallout, but remember they're your family and they love you and you love and them. I think,
1: I don't know, I always find out like when, you, you know, when you're so scared to talk about something, cause you're just, you don't want the reaction. You don't want mm. to see what it's going to be. But then majority of the time you end up feeling better that you talked about it because mm-hmm. it goes better than you thought. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's always just better to talk about it. Yeah. It just is, but and not we, everybody. I'm not saying stopped, everybody has perfect. Families. We
0: stopped talking. I'm sure if she could text the conversation, right. it would go a lot. And I know quicker. that there's some
1: people that do probably have family structures or parents that it just unfortunately isn't isn't good. Probably never will be, and that's unfortunate. Totally. You don't have that kind of a support system. Totally. So I understand that there's c- scenarios like that too, but you know I think you just again you got to talk about it. And I'm not saying don't don't do the transition. Don't do this. Don't do that. But I think it comes down to age. I think it comes down to your body being developed and, you know, being able to, as a grown person, like consciously knowing that this is what you want.
0: Yeah. Cause you know, when I got my breast reduction, my mother said to me, she said one thing, she goes, you have been asking for this for years. Yes. She goes, I know you've wanted this for years.
1: Yeah. It wasn't like one week. You just said, I want to do
0: this. Right.
1: And I, I totally get that. Things like that, absolutely. I'm not against any of it, but again, you were 17. Do I consider that a full adult? No, but you're still through high school. Oh, I
0: think I was pretty. Was I 17 or 18? What year did I get it done? Ah, I was around that age. I mean, yeah. It's so later. either way,
1: but 12 year old, 13 year old, 14. No, I'm sorry, but
0: well, it's tough being a child in this world. I'll tell you that it's not it's getting easier. Child, yeah. I mean, you got you got a lot of things lot of things working against you. And I think you said it best. I think the way you get through it all with your children is you sit down and you talk to them. Yeah. You know, parents have also stopped having conversations with their children. It's, well, it's easy to be like,
1: you know, here, just uh, take this, watch a video, go take, take on, go on your iPad. It's sad.
0: I asked my mom, I said, what did you do with us when we were younger, when you wanted to get rid of us? She goes, oh, we sat you in front of the television. Yeah. That was the but new back thing. then.
1: TV was like,
0: Doogie Hauser. Yeah. I mean, it was so different. Yeah, really. Or you just played outside. I feel like we're always outside. I was always outside. I was definitely, oh, I love, I, oh it my God. Great. Snow forts were, was my favorite. Yes, we were, we were always outside. We, we came up with this game on my street. We'd call it club. Oh, we played with our cousins too. We would actually tie people up to trees.
1: Oh my God. I feel like I remember this. Yeah. your old house, in Spencerport, <laughs> yeah. right? In the backyard. Oh yeah. Yes.
0: Loved it. Go outside and play, guys, kids. Yes. Again, I don't know why words are like really hard for (laughs) me today. All right. We are, we are at time. I think we've, we've been pretty open and honest about this one. Yes. Um, We agree on this point of view. We do. We agree on this one. It's kind of hard not to. Yeah. Physical competition kind of, it's a different, it's different. It's, it's one of those things that there is a line. There is, there is a line because there's an advantage. And once again, you know, I believe that the way you are biologically born, unfortunately will dictate how you physically compete for the rest of your life. Because once you hit puberty, it changes, changes everything from boy to girl, girl Mm -hmm. to boy, you are different and you do have an advantage. So I, I, I appreciate you guys listening today. It's a tough topic. This is an emotional topic. It
1: is.